You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello, and welcome to this, the last episode of Pure Presence, all about the kids on the Awakening Zone. Instead of the usual introduction, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Jeff and Linda Hoppy and the Awakening Zone for being willing to host a show that may occasionally have felt a little bit ahead of its time. Hopefully, after today's episode, you can rest assured that the time for the children and you to be seen for the brilliance that you are is ready and waiting for 2015. I'd like to dedicate this show to the nearly 700 children who participate in this energy work. We started with just 150 children three years ago, so consciousness is clearly growing regarding our newest population. Also, a big thank you to Sandy Sedgefair for recommending me to the Awakening Zone and producers Carol Holliday and more recently Ramsey Morad for making the process effortless and a lot of fun. And also to my team for getting the word out there. Before we get to the topic today, please remember to sign up for our newsletter as All About the Kids will move to iTunes podcast as of next month. You'll still need to register your children, and we'll be working step-by-step in those podcasts through their integration or descension and your integration or ascension. It promises to be a powerfully it promises to be a powerfully fun event to watch unfold. So let's lay the foundation for all about the kids in today's show by explaining the integration process. So how does integration happen? Why does it happen? Where does it happen? When does it happen? And what are the actual results for you and your child and humanity? So yay, here we are, everybody. So um, let's just get right into this. Let's talk about the integration process. Let's really set the foundation for where these podcasts or these future podcasts are going to take us. Let's also um, intend that we will do a piece of energy work today with these 700 children at the helm of this to really support the ease and grace, the effortlessness of moving into 2015 with the real potential and possibility of not just seeing this integration process somewhere out there in our mind's eye, um, um, kind of in the energetic field, but to actually be able to witness that integration process into physical form, into the physical realm or domain. So some of you have heard me say in previous episodes that, you know, over the last few months, it it has been very interesting to me um, because in the last 15 years, like I said, I I have seen probably six or seven children fully integrate um, into form, if you will, into the physical reality. And yet three of those children have been just in the last three or four months. So something is really stepping up in the energetics. There is a potential and possibility that exists for integration or descension, um, really like never before. And I think as we step into 2015, many of you are going to be pleasantly surprised at what is available. And again, pleasantly surprised not because you are any longer trying to fix yourselves or your children, but because because you know that there is a potential and possibility that exists that allows some of these newest populations of children 
to show up in ways that are not only meaningful for them, but are meaningful for for you and for humanity's consciousness. So let's take a look at let's take a look at integration and see where um, it can take us. And Fancy, if you are, um, oh, looks like. Okay, sorry, I was just getting some feedback from Ramsey's side of things, so it looks like he had unmuted himself. So as far as, you know, how does integration happen, you know, integration to me is really not about remediation. It's not about um, fixing a child. It's not about fixing this newest population. Remediation. Um, integration really from my vantage point about descending. So when I say descending, many of you, you know, you know about the ascension process. You know that that's been going on. Um, and a lot of people have been talking about de- or ascending. Not so many people talk about descension. And my kind of uh, definition, I guess, of descending would be taking a higher vibrational frequency, um, the higher vibrational frequency that we are, and actually stepping it down into form. So, so what does that actually mean, stepping it down into form? We all have higher dimensional aspects of ourselves. We all have those aspects of us that in many ways, we have yet to be privy to. And yet there are also many of us, and some of these newest populations in particular fall into this category. Many of you as their parents or caregivers also fall into this category. There are many of you who are very well aware of your multidimensionality. You may, in fact, be very well aware of where you've come from. Um, you might be aware of leaving source. You might be aware of um, different iterations of yourself before you were in um, the physical realm um, or physical form. So for many of you, just like these children who are also aware of this on one level or another, um, there is a descension process going on. You are, and they are stepping down their energy so that that energy can be in form. So we've all heard that everything is energy. We all have heard that um, you know whether you're talking about uh, physical um, physical disease um, or something that has actually taken on form as matter. We all know that or have heard that things are energy first, right? And that that energy steps down into form. It it coagulates. It it densifies, if you will, if that's a word right into physical form. So the descension process has everything to do with this new population and those of us who remember um, being that level of, uh, or being that vibrational frequency, being outside of form, coming into form. Nice inhale and exhale, everybody. Just take an inhale and exhale. All right. So as that stepping down process happens, um, this is not a matter of of that energy stepping down so that we can be just like everybody else on the planet, so that we can be like it's not about these children or any of us stepping down so that we can somehow join the ascension process, so that we can somehow um, 
shift our energy into ascending versus descending. In many ways, this population is actually descending so that they can create the vibrational foundation or the vibrational um, yeah, the vibrational foundation for humanity to ascend. So that can sound kind of lofty. That can sound um, ridiculous in some ways. But there's really nothing ridiculous about it when you look at the energetics of it. So we have a population of children, especially those who are considered highly energetically sensitive and or those who have um, been diagnosed with autism and other so-called conditions that are primarily related to somebody taking a look at somebody and saying, oh, you're disordered because you don't function the way most people function in this reality. And that's absolutely, you know, they don't function the way most people function in this reality. And quite frankly, many of you don't function like most people function in this reality. It's just that some of us have gotten a little bit better at looking like we do. Um, So we've got this population of children who are descending. They're stepping down their high vibrational energy into form. They are not stepping down their higher vibrational energy to somehow be like we are or be like humanity has been up to this point. We've also got this this stepping down process so that these children can begin to condition, they can begin to condition humanity's consciousness to a higher vibrational state, okay? So part of the stepping down process actually includes creating the space that is conducive for them being here at the high vibrational level that they can be here in form. So they have no desire whatsoever to minimize their vibrational frequency to be in form. They have every intention to create the conditions in the physical domain that would allow their form to be this high vibrational energy. So if there is no desire, if you will, there's no impetus, there's no soul focus on being any less than the vibrational frequency that they are, um, you know, why, why is it that this actually happens? Why is it that they actually show up now? Why is it that they are attempting to descend in the first place? Why not just, you know, hang out where they are and um, kind of be here, kind of not? Well, the reason that that this descension process happens and the reason it happens right now is at a soul level, there is a collective kind of directive or there's a collective um, purposefulness to supporting the rising of human consciousness. And again, that can sound like a lofty idea, but this has been the case over and over and over again throughout millennium. There have always been certain souls that come at certain times specifically to support the elevation of human consciousness. In the past, we might have called that, you know, a a single Buddha or a single Christ or, um, or certain sages and masters. But we're at a time in human evolution where that Christed consciousness, that Buddhic consciousness, is available not just within individual souls, but within collective populations within humanity. And again, what better way to anchor or ground that high vibrational energy into humanity's consciousness 
than to do so through through our newest populations of children. What better way than to bring these beautiful souls right through our, um, you know, right into physical, through our own physicality. What better way to um, to start to spark, if you will, our own remembrance of who we are by by bringing these children through our physiology, you know, through our biology. Um, so so on a on a really significant scale, at a soul level, the collective consciousness of this population and many others who are descending are here for one reason and one reason only, and that is the rising of humanity's consciousness. At a family level or the family soul level, we've got the support of souls um, who also have contracts with their parents. And they have contracts with their parents for very important reasons, soul-level contracts soul-level contracts to come through them to awaken their the truth of who you all are, you know, whether you're a biological parent, an adoptive parent, um, an educator, somebody who is um, supporting this population, you all are actually being influenced on all kinds of levels by the consciousness of these children, by the vibrational frequency of these children. And that's not by happenstance. That is a that is also a soul level contract. You all have all contracted to support the wake it, the awakening of human consciousness. You've all contracted to play your roles in whatever way you play them. And in many ways one of the very first things that this population of children will activate within us is the capacity to love beyond what we had considered possible before. So at a very um, profound and maybe basic level as well, when you have a population of children who come at this vibrational frequency and you don't understand them and you don't know how to help them on a physical level and there is all kinds of confusion around who they are, why they are. Um, What naturally arises is this deep desire to go beyond the limitations of the heart, to go beyond what you've been capable of experiencing before and and in many ways, many of you have had this experience already, you, you open your heart. You literally, you get down on your knees and you ask for a level of support, a level of your own awakening, of your own awareness that you maybe have never asked for before. And again, this is very purposeful, that opening of the heart, that We've talked about in the past that the heart is the portal, the multidimensional portal into higher aspects of who we are. Many of us go through our whole lives with our hearts closed to certain possibilities and potentials. And we go through it closed because of our conditioning. And then comes along this population that says, you know, you're, it's time to go beyond that. It's time to go beyond the wounding of the heart. It's time to um, it's time to reconnect to a bigger aspect of who you are. Um, and many people, many, many, many people on this planet never make it past that point. Many people are, as you know, because you're in groups that have to do with autism. You you know listen to Facebook or watch Facebook. You you know, you are, you talk to your teachers and therapists and things like that, you know that there's a giant population out there that still never gets past the limitations of their own heart. And yet something within each one of you has propelled you 
um, past that initial gateway, if you will. You all have opened your heart. You have found a level of curiosity around who you really are and who your children really are, around what's really happening um, to humanity at this point. You've accessed that gateway, if you will. And in accessing that gateway, you have begun to realize that maybe you yourselves are more than you have perceived yourself to be. You've begun to have access maybe to skill sets, to awarenesses, to levels of consciousness that you didn't have access to before this beautiful population started showing up in mass on this planet. So, so why does it happen? So why does this descension process happen for this population? Why does this integration process simply happen for this population? These are a lot of the reasons why. Um, and again, you know, uh, pat yourself on the back for the fact that you even made it past the gateway of the heart. Because for many of us, the the way the heart has been conditioned into limitation, the, 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 the bumps and the bruises that we've all experienced through any number of human incarnations have for so many, just shut down the possibility and potential of moving beyond the current perception of self into a much broader, enhanced expression of self, one that truly uh, is um, one that truly uh, signifies the the truth of who we all are becoming as new humans, um, as a new humanity. So I guess another question to address is, you know, where does this happen? Where does where does this integration process take place? So on one level, I, I guess on the biggest level, let's say, this integration process, this descension of high vibrational energy into form takes place on planets just like this one, planets that are ready to make an evolutionary leap into higher states of consciousness. It's happened before. Um, it's, it's happened in, on other planets in other times, in other realms. But again, it always happens through the population on the planet. It always happens that higher vibrational beings come and anchor a frequency into the collective consciousness. It always happens that there are certain populations that are absolutely conscious of doing that, and it always happens that it is part of a group collective consciousness. So this idea that any one soul at this time comes and and evolves, if you will, humanity's consciousness is um, absolutely bogus. Um, absolutely BS, not even at the time of Christ or Buddha did a single soul come and help the evolution of human consciousness. A single soul may have been the representative may have been the representative of that energy but but there were a host of other souls supporting that. Now we've got a host of souls who are being the facilitators of, if you will, of that evolutionary leap, you and I, souls just like your children um, that are bringing this about. So where does this happen? It happens on planets just like this one, and it happens at times just like this. 
when we are willing to take a leap in consciousness and we can take a leap of consciousness when there are enough human beings on the planet who have evolved in their own awareness to the place where they have begun to know themselves as more than they have perceived before. And they begin to not only be aware of that, but to act, to, to live from that awareness. So, so it happens on planets just like, um, just like this one and times just like this. The descension process or the integration process also happens through the conditions that are, have been typically human. So the, the conditions or the electromagnetics of our neurology, our psychology, and our physiology. So if our neurology, psychology, and physiology make up the experience of being human, there is a... Mm-hmm. There is a shifting of human neurology, psychology, and physiology simply because these populations of children are here, right? So where does it happen? It actually happens within us. It happens through our neurology, through our psychology, through our physiology. So if there is an imprint or a template that is set for each and every one of us. And if that template is set based on electromagnetics, based on mm, the limiting conditioning that has been available to us throughout eons and incarnations, the limited conditioning that has been available to us through our lineage, right? If that's where this actually, this energetic exchange or this this change is taking place, then the vibrational frequency that the children are and the vibrational frequency that they are here is literally changing the dynamics of our electromagnetics. So if thoughts are electrical and emotions are magnetic, then we actually recreate certain experiences in our lives, excuse me, over and over again, simply because we've been programmed in our electromagnetics in a certain way. And if a higher pop, if a population of children with a higher vibrational frequency begins to show up and say that frequency is superluminal, as we've discussed before, and say if that population has no desire whatsoever to join into the electromagnetics of what has been previously, then it makes sense that many of with so many of these children being here, that our electromagnetics, the kind of conditioning and the experiences that we have created because of that conditioning begin to get a little short-circuited when you have this this number of children showing up with this more superluminal quality. It also makes sense that, that our neurology our psychology, and even our physiology would begin to change if our electromagnetics began to get kind of short-circuited as our thoughts electrical and our emotions magnetic don't have the same capacity to wire and fire together, don't have the same capacity to broadcast a signal from our beingness to attract 
those limitations back to us, right? The broadcast goes out. The electromagnetic broadcast goes out. And what comes back, but exactly what we have been kind of unconsciously programmed through our neurology, psychology, and physiology to broadcast. We get back exactly what we put out, not because we're, we're bad people or not because we've done something wrong. It's just simply the way we have been wired and fired together within the electromagnetic but with a population of children showing up who are superluminal in nature, who are not functioning in electromagnetic, our electromagnetics get short-circuited. It's a really good thing that it does because it puts a cog in the wheel of creating certain realities over and over again. You might have heard me say in the past that this population of children has no desire whatsoever to engage in the patterns of our family lineage. They're, it's kind of like the buck stops here in regards to some of these higher vibrational children. They don't play the same games that the family lineage has played. They don't go into the same mental and emotional um, regurgitation of that energy. They do, however, play that energy out right in front of you so that you can see it, so that you can notice it, so that you can, so that you can not be just in the pattern, but notice what the pattern is. And again, that's, a, that's kind of another gateway, just like getting past the gateway of an open heart the gateway of being willing to be able to see what's being mirrored back to us based on our old electromagnetic program programming is another gateway that allows us to evolve into higher states of consciousness. So where does this happen? It, it happens in homes just like yours. It happens in families just like yours. It happens in educational settings, you know, all over the globe, regardless of, of backgrounds or places and spaces. It, it happens everywhere. And again, one opportunity after another, provided we know what the opportunities are that we're looking at, and provided we're were somewhat willing anyway to step beyond the the conditioning or at least ask for some support in stepping beyond the conditioning that we've had before. So the electromagnetics of the psychology, neurology, and physiology really begin to break down. I mean, it only takes one glance at parents of children diagnosed with autism, you know, 24-7 hard work to know that their neurology, psychology, and physiology has been broken down by, by the presence of their child, right? And again, we can perceive that in a negative way or we can perceive that in a very purposeful way. Many of you have also in your kind of a soul trajectory at one time or another, asked for a greater awareness of yourself, asked for more than who you have perceived yourselves to be. And my guess is, is that your, the electromagnetics of your neurology, psychology, and physiology also went through a bit of a change simply by asking for that. Something happened to your neurology, psychology, and physiology simply because you asked for more of who you are. You know, we get a, a lot of people who, who, would like, who like the idea of being more than who they really are until we become aware of just how much unwiring <laughs> will take place in that process. And then sometimes we backpedal and say, well, maybe that's not what I had in mind. Maybe that's not what I asked for. With these newest population of children here, 
we really don't get the opportunity anymore to backpedal. It's not like an independent spiritual journey where we say two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. In many ways, with this number of superluminal beings on this planet at this time, many of us are just getting kind of pushed right out of our electromagnetics. We're getting pushed out of all of that conditioning. And um, sometimes gracefully, sometimes uncomfortably, <clears throat> but nevertheless, the potential and possibility is moving us absolutely in the direction that we have collectively asked for. So at the very beginning of Pure Presence All About the Kids, one of the very first things that I shared is that, you know, we are experiencing this because we collectively asked for it. Humanity had gone as far as it could go into the experience of separation. And, and it was a fun game. It was an interesting ride. It was, there was a lot of information available um, in that experience. But we've turned a corner. We have, we've turned a corner back toward higher states of consciousness. We've turned a corner back toward a unity consciousness, back to, to love, you know, back to acceptance, back to appreciation. Oneness is kind of the direction we're all going in, coherence um, beyond what has been separate is where we're heading now. And so doesn't it make sense that we would have huge populations of children that would come to support us in that movement? So where this happens, right here on planet, just like this one, where does it happen? It happens in spaces and places where humanity is ready to evolve, where does it happen? It happens through our own neurology, psychology, and physiology so that we, too, can become and act from the state of our superluminal quality, our oneness quality, that which is beyond limitation. Yep. So all of these opportunities are available and when does this happen? It happens right now. It's been happening for the last, you know, 10 to 15 years. It's been happening the moment some of these first children hit the planet. It's been happening since many of you hit the planet, kind of as first waivers, if you will, or or those that would be a support system or a bridge, a communication between a higher dimensional energy and the collective consciousness. It's been happening for a long time. And here we move into 2015. And 2015 becomes the year that not only has our neurology and our psychology changed because of these superluminal populations on the planet, our, our form, our physiology begins to change. The light and the patterns of light that we emanate from our physiology begin to send out a wave of energy that allows us to receive back the mirroring of our more superluminal nature. And we've already begun to see this. You've already begun to see it. You've already begun to see where as you shift your awareness around particular topics, particular um, focal points, that you get a different result back. You're noticing that your physiology is healing that your psychology, that your neurology, you think about things differently than you did 10 or 15 years ago. 
you, your realities, your physical realities, where you live, how you live, what you live, that's all changing. And it's not changing simply because something has fallen apart in your lives or because a, a, a child with a diagnosis has shown up in your lives. It's fallen apart because that which you are not, the electromagnetics that never really were you but were always your programming, begin to get unwired. And as they begin to get unwired, you begin to live an awareness. You begin to live an experience that is different than you've lived before. So... Amazing times ahead, 2015, as you look back on it, will really very much be a year of transformation in the physical domain. And the more we can align with that experience to say that that is the experience that we should be having to appreciate have acceptance, love for the experience that we're having, knowing that it's taking us exactly where we need to return to. It's taking us exactly to our our oneness, that these newest populations of children are creating an atmosphere, creating the conditions, the vibrational conditions, so that all of that gets unwired so that we not only see them for who they truly are, but that we begin to really recognize the superluminal aspects of ourselves and that we begin to function from that. 2015, I think, will really prove to be quite transformative on many levels. We'll see it show up in science and in education in parenting, in the way we do relationship and interact. And again, who would have who would have thunk it? <laughs> who would have ever thought that just new populations of children showing up who appear to be disordered by the electromagnetic standards actually be the facilitators of new states of human consciousness? Yep. So we're going to move into a little piece of energy work now. We're going to set a particular template within the chakra system. And we've done parts of this before, but we're going to set it very purposefully within each and every one of us so that the more superluminal aspect of us begins to take over. Um, so that the electromagnetic aspect of us simply dissipates, simply dies down, if you will, unwires itself in such a way that there's not a lot of trauma or drama, sometimes just directing our focus to a more superluminal nature um, is really all it takes to begin that trajectory to allow ourselves to experience beyond what we've experienced before, to have gratitude for those that are descending and equally be willing to rise up to a different level of frequency, different level of vibrational awareness ourselves. So let's play for the next 15 minutes or so. All right. Um, so if everybody would just relax, this is going to be a really simple process and yet a pretty profound one as well. So we've talked about the template, which is a circle with 12 circles around it. So you can see that in the two-dimensional form as a circle with 12 circles on the outer edge of that circle, or you can see it in its three-dimensional form, which is a sphere 
with 12 spheres kind of stuck to the outer edge of that central sphere. So whichever one works for you, they're both equally effective. So go ahead and place your attention in your heart space. And first and foremost, if your heart space hasn't already begun to release its electromagnetics, its limited conditioning, then let's go ahead and imprint this superluminal template into the heart. And so all you're doing is just watching within the heart chakra. Let's just use the energetics of the heart chakra. Go ahead and allow that template circle with 12 circles around it to just move right into the heart space. And just breathe into that template in the heart space. Let's tone it into place. So if there's any debris, if there's any information, sometimes we call that the blocks, bites, and bits of information, if there's any information that is incoherent around this new template, just go ahead and collect all of that up in the sphere. Drift it through the vastness of your being. And instead of just seeing that fear drift through the vastness of your being and leave your perceptual reality, like we've done so many times before, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Drift that fear through the vastness of your being And I'd like you to see it go through a membrane. I'd like you to see it go through the outer edge of the vastness of your being. And just let it return to light. Nothing else on the other side of that vastness other than this beautiful, pure, white light. So just let anything that is incoherent Move through that membrane into that light. So be undifferentiated. No separation between what you removed, what you moved through the vastness of your being once it enters that white space. Okay. So let's now go to the throat chakra, and the solar plexus. Same thing. Imprint that circle with 12 circles around it. The sphere with 12 spheres around it. Superluminal imprint so that you are empowered by your superluminal nature and so that you have the voice to actually express that superluminal nature, not necessarily even in words, but just in vibration, just in presence, just the sound of your voice. Here we go. Inhale and exhale. Anything that is incoherent with the superluminal nature 
in the throat or the solar plexus. Go ahead and collect that up in the sphere. Drift it through the vastness of your being, through the membrane, out into that undifferentiated white light. Superluminal, if you will, space. There you go. Beautiful. It's a nice deep inhale and exhale again. And move your awareness to your third eye and to your sacral chakra. Okay. Going ahead and placing that template in the sacral and the third eye. There you go. And again, sacral chakra, so related to our psychology. The sacral chakra, so related to the, the awareness of who we perceive ourselves to be based on our old limiting electromagnetic versus who we really are based on the superluminal nature of our being. And the third eye, our capacity to literally see that, to literally know that, to have that pineal gland activated to a higher truth of self and to function from that. So let's go ahead and imprint that template in the third eye and the sacral. Here we go. Go ahead and collect up any debris, any noise, any static, any information that is not coherent with this new template in the third eye and the sacral in the sphere. Drift that sphere through the vastness of your being, through that membrane, into that undifferentiated superluminal white light. So we're creating a superluminal template internally, if you will, and being supported by a superluminal template externally. Pretty soon we get to find out that there is no out there out there, right? Pretty soon we get to find that the internal and the external or simply eternal, a oneness. Beautiful. That registered. All right. So let's go to the crown and to the root. Setting that template in the crown and the root. And again, the root, your lineage. So how much have we all picked up from not only this lineage, but the lineage of lifetime? Go ahead and allow yourself the actual audacity, the, the potential and possibility right here, right now, to set a new superluminal template throughout all lineage that you've experienced. Let your crown chakra remember a truer lineage, kind of your your spiritual lineage, if you will, template in the crown and the root. Here we go. (laughs) 
nice deep inhale and exhale. Go ahead and pick up any debris, any static, any noise, anything that is incoherent information with this new template. Collect it up in a sphere, drift it through the vastness of your being, move it through that membrane into that undifferentiated superluminal light. There we go. All right. So one more place here. Let's go right into the earth star about 8 to 10 inches above your head. Right into your, sorry, full star, 8 to 10 inches above your head. Earth star, 8 to 10 inches below your feet. Having this really represent the truth of who you are and your ability to be that here without limitation, without restriction. Okay, so go ahead and put that circle with the 12 circle around it template in the earth star and the soul star. Let's set that template. Deep inhale and exhale. Picking up any static, any noise, any debris that is incoherent with this new template in the soul star and earth star. Placing all of that information in the sphere. Drifting it through the vastness of your being. Through that outer membrane into that undifferentiated superluminal light. So these new templates that the opportunity not only to be open in the heart space to really begin to have access to more subtle aspects of ourselves throughout our multidimensionality, but we're also going to reverse the flow of that energy so it's not just broadcasting out through our multidimensionality. But in this very last segment here, let's go ahead and move this energy, kind of almost take its direction right into our psychology, neurology, and physiology. So just get a feel, just get a presence, just get an awareness of those templates being set within your chakra system. And with your breath, you're simply going to intend, just your inhaling and exhaling, your inhaling and exhaling, the, the energy of those templates from your chakra system in through your meridian system, in through your acupuncture meridian system. Okay, so the acupuncture meridian system is a nice interface between our multidimensionality and our physiology, our psychology, our neurology. So you're just breathing with your intention right into the meridian system and let the meridian system get saturated with this superluminal template, the energy of this superluminal template. And if you want anything that moves out of the acupuncture meridian system, collect all that up in a sphere. If something's not coherent with this new template, just pick it up. 
Drift it through the vastness of your being. Send it through that outer membrane into that undifferentiated superluminal light. There you go. That's a nice clearing. And again, a collective clearing, a oneness clearing. We do this together for a very specific reason. It's a heck of a lot easier to move this energy as the oneness that we are than it is in some sense of separation. So one more piece here. Let's go ahead and move the template of this energy from the meridian system right into our neurology, psychology, and physiology. Again, just with your breath, with your intention. You're breathing this template into the neurology. There you go. Into the psychology. And all the way in to the beautiful bodies. Those bodies capable of transformation. Right into the physiology. And one last sphere collecting everything up from the psychology, physiology, and neurology that is incoherent with this superluminal template. Vast sphere. Make it as big as it needs to be to pick up all of the debris that it needs to pick up. so that you literally become the superluminal space that many of these children are waiting for and that, quite frankly, many of us are waiting for as an experience. And drift all of that information through the vastness of your being, through that outer membrane, to just absolutely become one with undifferentiated superluminal light through and becomes a no thing. Easy as pie. There you go. All right. The last tone here. Let's make it real. Inhale and exhale. <clears throat> so if you've drifted a bit during this process, just allow yourself to be right here, right now. And as you're right here, right now, begin to breathe into your body, breathe into your heart. Beautiful. And as you breathe into the body, into the heart, allow that energy to begin to move through the limbs and move through the arms and the legs. Go ahead and begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. Go ahead and kind of shrug your shoulders, rotate your neck. Beautiful. And then let's go ahead and take three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on that third exhale, breathe your eyes open. Breathing your eyes open. 
All right. So let me just close by saying what's always absolutely been true for me. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this show has been helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution. And your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You've not chosen an easy role, but you've chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When when humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but a deeper truth of who we are as well. Please remember to follow our newsletter for more information about all about the kids and my other work. Carolyn Gomez and Anneli Ferrer will be offering Level 1, the Level 1 Practitioner Process in English, and to those bilingual in Spanish and English beginning the first week of January. Free 20-minute consults are still available. Absolutely loved hanging out with you guys and the 700 children that support this process. So lots of love, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year and many, many blessings. Until the podcast, see you there.